Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Culips. This is Catchword, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners, where we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and expressions that'll help improve your English listening and speaking. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Cassie, and she'll be helping me with this lesson. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hi, listeners. So, guys, today we're going to teach you a couple of expressions that you can use to talk about people who always seem to be one step ahead of everyone else. They know about the latest trends, fads, or news before anyone else does. I know a few people like this. Andrew, how about you? Yes, yeah, I definitely do. I have a buddy who knows a lot about like cool indie bands and underground movies, that kind of thing. So he's really good at finding these artists way before everyone else does. And he's a great guy to get music recommendations from because he always knows about the cool new music. Ah, those are great friends to have. My sister is like that. Well, Everyone, we'll get started with this episode in just a moment, but before we do, we want to let you know that there is a transcript and study guide for this episode available to all Qlips members. We've designed the practice exercises that are in the guide specifically to teach you the important parts of this lesson that will help build your English fluency and help your English sound natural. To learn about all the details and to become a Qlips member and get the study guide, visit Qlips.com. C-U-L-I-P-S dot com. I also want to read an Instagram message that we got this week from one of our listeners named Cristiano because I thought his message was really awesome and very inspiring. The message was a little bit long, Cassie, so I'm just going to pick some of the highlights out here and share it with everyone. So Cristiano wrote, I started listening to your podcast in December 2019 when I moved from Italy to Ireland. My English was totally zero for the first two weeks and it was super hard. I cried every day because I couldn't understand a word. A year later, I moved to England and since 2019, I've been listening to your podcast every day without missing a single episode. My English evolved absurdly. 95% of all my vocabulary comes from listening to your podcast, so thank you guys a lot. Today, I can talk about any subject with anyone. My level is between intermediate and advanced. I'm so grateful for the job you guys do. You're amazing, and I love you all. Man, Cristiano, I'm really proud of you. That is amazing. I know that's a tough situation to be in, but you didn't give up, you were persistent with your English studies, and you really achieved a high level of English ability. So amazing job. Congratulations on that achievement. Yeah, thank you, Cristiano. That almost made me tear up a little. It was so heartfelt. And um, thanks to everyone else who has been supporting Qlips with your messages, reviews, likes, and follows. We appreciate it all. Okay. So now let's get started with today's episode. As I mentioned a little earlier, today we're going to learn 
two expressions that we use to describe people who are very knowledgeable about trends or news or situations before anyone else. So, Andrew, could you introduce our first expression? So our first expression is finger on the pulse. Finger on the pulse. And I'll spell pulse because that is a word that might be unfamiliar to some of our listeners. It is spelled P-U-L-S-E, pulse. And actually, usually we use this expression with the verb have. So you have your finger on the pulse. Sometimes we could also use it with is, right? You could say his finger is on the pulse, something like that. So before we can totally understand this expression, I think we need to explain the word pulse. So pulse is just another way to talk about your heartbeat, right? Pulse as a verb, if we say something is pulsing, it means that it is beating regularly. And if your heart is operating normally, then it should beat regularly, right? It follows a rhythm and it goes bump, 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 bump. And if you put your hand or your finger over certain places on your body, like your wrist or your neck or over your heart on your chest, then you can feel your heartbeat, right? Well, that heartbeat is what we call the pulse. So, you know, if you go to the doctor's office for a checkup, your doctor will often put their finger on the underside of your wrist to feel your pulse. So that is an important thing to understand, is that the word pulse means heartbeat, okay? So finger on the pulse. Well, we can use this to talk about actually checking somebody's heartbeat, but we also use it in a more metaphorical way, a more idiomatic way, uh, to talk about knowing all about the latest things. So if you know a lot about the latest trends and the latest fashion styles and what is popular and what is hot and trendy these days, well, then you have your finger on the pulse. So we use this expression to talk about anybody who's really knowledgeable and up-to-date with current events, trends, fads, that kind of thing. Andrew, I could not have explained that better myself. I think the best way to understand this expression further is to take a listen to our first example conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Whoa, what is that thing? It's my new Bluetooth speaker. That's a speaker? It looks just like a regular old picture frame. I know, right? Isn't it cool? Well, I mean, it is a picture frame too, of course, but it has a Bluetooth speaker built right in. Dude, that's amazing. I didn't even know those kind of speakers existed. Well, if you kept your finger on the pulse like me, then you would. Whenever I read about cool new gadgets like this online, I try to buy them right away. We just heard an example about a guy who has his finger on the pulse. This means that he is very knowledgeable about new technology, trends, and what's happening in the tech world. So much so that he researches new gadgets online and buys them right away before everyone else does. So actually, when his friend came over to visit his house, Cassie, she was amazed at this kind of Bluetooth speaker that was hanging on his wall, just like a picture frame. 
Exactly. Yeah, if you are someone who has your finger on the pulse, it's really easy to wow others who are not as knowledgeable on those kind of trendy topics. Yeah, unfortunately for me these days, I don't really have my finger on the pulse of anything, Cassie. Not about, not about new gadgets, not about video games, not about music, not about fashion. I kind of just follow the trends maybe a little bit too late these days. I'm not at the forefront. How about you? Do you have your finger on the pulse of anything? I'm not sure if I ever had my finger on the pulse of anything, Andrew. <laughs> Yeah, this is an expression that we really use to talk about people who are early adopters, right? They're they're jumping onto trends, following trends right away, way ahead of other people. And I've never really been one of those people, so I can't really say that I've ever had my finger on the pulse. But that's not a problem. Some people like to follow the more old school or traditional way of doing things. Both are good. Anyway, let's move on to our second example. Yeah, let's do it. So it seems like Jenny was right. So the rumor is true? Yeah, I just read the official announcement. So officially, our office is going to be moving to the central building downtown next year. That's amazing. That'll be great. I can't believe Jenny was right, though. I thought there was no way that rumor was true. I know, I wonder how she keeps her finger on the pulse like that. I think it's all the smoke breaks she takes. She's always getting to chat with the managers when she's out there. That's probably it. All right. In this example conversation, we hear about a coworker, Jenny, who has her finger on the pulse. She always hears the latest office gossip and news before anyone else. It turns out she gets all of her inside information as she takes her daily smoke breaks. Now, this is not as common as it used to be, Cassie, but I remember one job that I used to have where I was always a little bit jealous of some of my coworkers who got some extra break time and got to mingle with the managers and the bosses when they were outside on their smoke break. And I didn't smoke, so I didn't get to go outside on those extra little breaks. I think that was the inspiration for this example, perhaps. <laughs> I actually feel you there, Andrew. I used to go outside and hang out with them anyway, even though I didn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. Well, let's move on to expression number two for this episode, which again is uh, an expression that we use to describe people who are early adopters of new technology or uh, new trends or new fashions, people who are ahead of the curve. And that's the key expression, ahead of the curve. Cassie, could you break this one down for us? I know you're a math person, so you're the perfect person to, to have explain this expression to us. <laughs> I don't know about that. Actually, rather than math, I think I would relate this to driving, actually. A curve is kind of a point in the road where the road bends, and it's hard to see what's coming beyond that point. So if you are ahead of the curve, it means you're kind of slightly beyond that curve in the road. You can see the new stretch of road that others behind you cannot. So if you are described as being ahead of the curve, it means that you have some knowledge or some 
skills that others do not yet have. Wow, that's a really interesting way to think of this expression, Cassie. I had never seen it from that perspective before, but now that I've heard you explain it that way, that makes perfect sense. I always thought of the curve as being like the curve on a graph. So you know, on a graph where,、uh, if you think of like a standard curve. It starts low and then goes up on the graph and then goes down. I always thought of somebody who is ahead of the curve as already being on the peak of the curve. Well, maybe other people are still down at the bottom of the curve and they haven't reached the top yet, so they're ahead of everyone else. Guys, whatever way you want to break this expression down and visualize it in your head, that's okay because both of them work really well and. Honestly, they don't even really matter too much as long as you can remember that this expression "ahead of the curve" is used to describe people who are ahead of trends. So they really are some of the first people to adopt any kind of new style or fashion or trend,、uh, anything like that. And as Andrew was saying, there's multiple interpretations of "ahead of the curve,"、um, but there's also a slightly more negative. Context to this expression, which is behind the curve, and it's funny when I think of ahead of the curve, I really like my visual visualization of the、uh, driving on the road. But when I hear the expression behind the curve, I really do think of the graph that Andrew mentioned. And usually, you hear the expression behind the curve when talking about. Uh, slow developmental learning. So maybe if you aren't,、um, you know, performing as well as your peers, or if you're just a little bit behind schedule in terms of everybody else's quota at work, you are behind the curve. Yeah, that's a great point. We often use it to describe students who maybe are a little bit behind compared to some of the other students in the class. Now, another important detail that we should mention, Cassie, is that we can use this expression to describe businesses and organizations as well. So, a company may be ahead of the curve. You know, if they're like really producing new products that are groundbreaking and innovative, and nobody else has made these kinds of products before, well, then that company would be ahead of the curve. And likewise, a company can be behind the curve as well, right? If a company is too slow to make new products, or adapt, or evolve to a situation, well, then we could say that that company or that organization is behind the curve. So that's an important point to make. And just to add another detail on top of that is that we can also use. Finger on the pulse when talking about companies as well, right? So a company can have their finger on the pulse. We could say something like Apple really has its finger on the pulse about what its customers want to buy, what kind of products its customers want to buy. So that's good to know. I think a good detail to know for all of our listeners. I agree. Well, with that being said, why don't we listen to the first conversation example with this expression ahead of the curve? Let's do it. So I have just a little bit of money to invest, and I was hoping that you could give me some advice. <laughs> okay, well, I'm no guru, but I can do my best. 
Okay, so I want to buy some stock in a company that has a lot of growth potential, something that not many people know about, but has the possibility to really blow up. So you want to stay ahead of the curve, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's easier said than done. But I heard some interesting things about a company called ABCD. You should give them a Google and see what you think. ABCD. Okay, cool. We'll do. So we just heard an example where two friends are talking about stocks and investing, and one of the friends is asking for some stock. Tips. Stock tips are like when you ask somebody that you know for a recommendation about a stock. That's what we call a stock tip. Now the friend replies by saying that she's no guru. She's no expert. She's not somebody that you should trust with financial advice, perhaps. But she gives some financial advice anyways, and she gives her friend a stock tip about a company called ABCD, and. The reason why she suggests this company and this stock is because she thinks that if her friend buys the stock, he can stay ahead of the curve, meaning that he can buy and invest in this company before it really blows up and becomes a much much more valuable stock. So, if you buy a stock ahead of the curve, it really means that you buy the stock. Before the value increases a lot, or before many other people buy it, I don't know too much about investing, Cassie. Myself, I'm no guru, but I think that's a good thing, right? When you buy a stock low and then it blows up, and you can sell it at a higher price, or if you buy it when it's not very popular and then later it becomes very popular,、uh, I know that much that that's a good thing. It is true, but just like the girl in the example conversation said, it is not easy. It is not easy. Yes, easier said than done. Why don't we listen to the final conversation example for today's episode? Yes, let's. Are you sure you want to wear that outfit tonight? Yeah. Why not? Skinny jeans, really? In twenty twenty two? Yeah. Why not? Are they out of style? Way out of style. If you want to stay ahead of the curve, you should be wearing a wider fit. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go change then. In this example conversation, two friends are getting ready to go to a party, and one friend is a little judgmental of her friend's outfit. She says he is. Outdated. If he wants to stay ahead of the curve, if he wants to stay trendy, he's got to change his look. Yes, exactly. So again, here we hear this expression "ahead of the curve" to talk about being fashion forward, right? Not being out of style, but being fashion forward and trendy, and、uh, maybe even being like more advanced than almost everybody else. You're really on the cutting edge of fashion if you are ahead of the curve. Andrew, I'm sure you know a lot about that. About being on the cutting edge of fashion, being ahead of the curve on fashion. Yes. Cassie, no, definitely not. I am definitely <laughs> not、uh, ahead of the curve when it comes to fashion and style. If anything, I would say I'm probably behind the curve. Unfortunately. No problem.
Well, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one. And of course, we also hope that you were able to learn a lot with us here today. And congrats on getting in your daily dose of English listening practice and vocabulary study. This is exactly what you need to do to improve your English fluency. So keep up the good work. So, Andrew and I taught you two expressions today about people who are knowledgeable about current and future trends, fashion, news, etc. The first expression was finger on the pulse, and the second expression, ahead of the curve. You can practice these expressions by making some example sentences and leaving them on our discussion forum or comment section on our website, qlips.com. This episode was made possible thanks to all of our wonderful QLips members. If you enjoy QLips and find it useful for helping you build your English skills, we'd love it if you could support us by leaving us a five star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app, following us on Instagram or YouTube, or telling your friends who are learning English to check us out. We'll be back with another brand new episode soon, and we'll talk to you then. Bye, everyone. See you next time. Bye.